Lord Jesus and Heavenly Father, we thank you oh, so much for the beautiful day you've blessed us with and now the awesome opportunity to get back into your word. Help us now as we do that. Let's pray in Jesus' precious holy name. Amen. Continuing our Bible study from A to Z, beginning our study on the word love. The use of the word love, loved and loveth throughout the word of God. But let's look at one of the records that we have found in the Word of God in Genesis chapter 29, a bit of a love story, you might say, as it reads, Then Jacob went on his journey and came into the land of the people of the east, and he looked, and behold, a well in the field, and lo, there were there flocks of sheep lying by it. For out of that well they watered the flocks, and a great stone was upon the well's mouth. And thither were all the flocks gathered, and they rolled the stone from the well's mouth, and watered the sheep, and put the stone again upon the well's mouth in his place. And Jacob said unto them, My brethren, whence be ye? And they said, Of Haran are we. And he said unto them, Know ye Laban, the son of Nahor? And they said, We know him. And he said unto them, Is he well? And they said, He is well. And behold, Rachel, his daughter, cometh with the sheep. And he said, Lo, it is yet high day, neither is it time that the cattle should be gathered together. Water ye the sheep, and go and feed them. And they said, We cannot until all the flocks be gathered together, until they roll the stone from the well's mouth, then we water the sheep. And while he yet spake with them, Rachel came with her father's sheep, for she kept them. And it came to pass, when Jacob saw Rachel, the daughter of Laban, his mother's brother, and the sheep of Laban, his mother's brother, that Jacob went near and rolled the stone from the well's mouth and watered the flock of Laban, his mother's brother. And Jacob kissed Rachel and lifted up his voice and wept. And Jacob told Rachel that he was her father's brother and that he was Rebekah's son. And she ran and told her father. And it came to pass when Laban heard the tidings of Jacob, his sister's son, that he ran to meet him and embraced him and kissed him and brought him to his house. And he told Laban all these things. And Laban said to him, Surely thou art my bone and my flesh. And he abode with him in the space of a month. And Laban said unto Jacob, Because thou art my brother, shouldest thou therefore serve me for naught? Tell me what shall thy wages be. And Laban had two daughters. The name of the elder was Leah, and the name of the younger was Rachel. Leah was tender-eyed, but Rachel was beautiful and well-favored. And Jacob loved Rachel and said, I will serve thee seven years for Rachel thy younger daughter. And Laban said, It is better that I give her to thee than that I should give her to another man. Abide with me. And Jacob served seven years for Rachel, and they seemed unto him but a few days for the love he had to her. And Jacob said unto Laban, 
Give me my wife, for my days are fulfilled, that I may go in unto her. And Laban gathered together all the men of the place and made a feast. And it came to pass in the evening that he took Leah, his daughter, and brought her to him, and he went in unto her. And Laban gave unto his daughter Leah Zelpha his maid, for an handmaid. And it came to pass that in the morning, behold, it was Leah. And he said unto Laban, What is this thou hast done unto me? Did not I serve with thee for Rachel? Wherefore then hast thou beguiled me? And Laban said, It must not be so done in our country to give the younger before the firstborn. Fulfill her week, and we will give thee this also for the service which thou shalt serve with me yet seven other years. And Jacob did so, and fulfilled her week, and he gave him Rachel his daughter to wife also. And Laban gave to Rachel his daughter, Belha his handmaid, to be her maid. And he went in also unto Rachel, and he loved also Rachel more than Leah, and served with him yet seven other years. And when the Lord saw that Leah was hated, he opened her womb, but Rachel was barren. And Leah conceived and bare a son, and she called his name Reuben. For she said, Surely the Lord hath looked upon my affliction. Now therefore my husband will love me. And she conceived again and bare a son, and said, Because the Lord hath heard that I was hated, he hath therefore given me this son also. And she called his name Simeon. And she conceived again and bare a son, and said, Now this time will my husband be joined unto me, because I have borne him three sons, therefore was his name called Levi. And she conceived again and bare a son, and she said, Now will I praise the Lord, therefore she called his name Judah, and left bearing. So we see this scenario here of Jacob falling in love, just love at first sight for Rachel and making that agreement and then being a bit double-crossed, you might say, but then in the end winding up with Rachel as his wife also having two wives. So we see this account of a, a bit of a love story. Now let's look at the love concerning our love for the Lord. It's actually one of the great commandments that we should love the Lord, to love God, basically with all of our existence. But in the book of Exodus, where the Lord is giving the Ten Commandments to Moses on Mount Sinai, we see the word love used in Exodus chapter 20, let's go ahead and pick it up in verse 1. And God spake all these words, saying, I am the Lord thy God, which have brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in the heaven above, or that it is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them, nor serve them, for I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God, 
visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me, and showing mercy unto thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. The mercy that comes. Now he gets into the commandments here, and they are all established for us to have a good relationship with God and our fellow man. As it continues, Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days shalt thou labor and do all thy work. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt not do any work, thou nor thy son nor thy daughter, thy manservant nor thy maidservant, nor thy cattle, nor thy stranger that is within thy gates. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. Honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife, nor his manservant, nor his maidservant, nor his ox, nor his ass, nor anything that is thy neighbor's. So we're given these Ten Commandments, and these Ten Commandments display the love that we are commanded to have as we see that we go to so often over in Matthew in chapter 22 where we pick it up here where it says in chapter 22 verse 37 Jesus said unto him thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart with all thy soul and with all thy mind this is the first and great commandment and the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. So we can see the commandments are designed to display the kind of love that we're supposed to have for God and for our neighbor, which basically is everyone else. So we are to love others as ourselves. In doing so... We will not be dishonoring our parents. We will not be murdering. We will not be committing adultery, nor stealing, nor bearing false witness, nor covetousness. All that will be covered when you have the kind of love that he tells us that we should have one for another. So that's the key there, the love. He says it all hangs on that. If we do those two great commandments, to love God with all of our existence, basically, and to love others as ourselves, that rolls it all together. When we have that kind of love, and that love is a sincere concern for someone else's well-being, to lift the importance of someone else up that high, and to put them first and utmost in our priorities of behavior and performance of any sort, that we are in consideration of others. All right, now let's look at some 
Other references to love over in Leviticus chapter 19. Here we see what we read over in Matthew, originally recorded here in Leviticus chapter 19. In verse 18, Thou shalt not avenge nor bear any grudge against the children of thy people, but thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. I am the Lord. That love thy neighbor as thyself. The Lord reemphasized that over in the New Testament in Matthew chapter 22. And then here we see the first record of that statement in Leviticus chapter 19 in verse 18. Okay, now go to verse 34. And once again, we see this reference to loving others in Leviticus chapter 19 and verse 34. But the stranger that dwelleth with you shall be unto you as one born among you, and thou shalt love him as thyself. For ye were strangers in the land of Egypt. I am the Lord thy God. See, emphasizing the importance of loving others, not just those that are part of your family, your immediate family, or your kinsmen, is to love everyone. Because that's what he's speaking of when he says strangers there, those that are not of the children of Israel, those that are not part of your family, but they're strangers. And if they're living in your household, it is told us to love them and love your neighbor and to love people. Difficult sometimes, yes, but that's the commandment. When we do that, we are pleasing to the Lord and within His will for us. In Deuteronomy chapter 6, we see the emphasis of love the Lord. In Deuteronomy chapter 6, picking up verse 1. Now these are the commandments, the statutes, and the judgments which the Lord your God commanded to teach you that ye might do them in the land whither ye go to possess it, that thou mightest fear the Lord thy God to keep all his statutes and commandments, which I command thee, thou and thy son and thy son's son, all the days of thy life, and that thy days may be prolonged. Hear therefore, O Israel, and observe to do it, that it may be well with thee, and that ye may increase mightily, as the Lord God of thy fathers hath promised thee in the land which floweth with milk and honey. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy might like we find over in Matthew. To love God basically with all your existence. Put Him first and utmost in your life. And then in verse 6, And these words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart. Not just head knowledge, but in the heart. That means to sincerely receive it, to truly hear it, to take it in, let it become a part of you. That's what he's speaking of. And to love others and to love God. Re-emphasized in the New Testament. And extremely important that we understand that we need to do that. That it is a commandment that we do that. As I said, difficult sometimes. But if we 
open ourselves up and receive the full blessing of the Lord. The Holy Ghost comes into us and can give us the fruits of the Spirit, and one of those fruits of the Spirit is love. And when we express that love, we can understand that it comes from God. We just need to get ourselves out of the way, and that love can come from God, flow through us, into those around us. Difficult sometimes to get ourselves out of the way, but we need to do that. Let the Lord come forward. All right, now look over at Deuteronomy and chapter 7. Pick it up here in verse 1. When the Lord thy God shall bring thee into the land whither thou goest to possess it, and hath cast out many nations before thee, the Hittites and the Gergesites and the Amorites and the Canaanites and the Perizzites and the Hivites and the Jebusites, seven nations greater and mightier than thou. And when the Lord thy God shall deliver them before thee, thou shalt smite them and utterly destroy them. Thou shalt make no covenant with them, nor show mercy unto them. Neither shalt thou make marriages with them. Thy daughter thou shalt not give unto his son, nor his daughter shalt thou take unto thy son. For they will turn away thy son from following me, that they may serve other gods. So will the anger of the Lord be kindled against you, and destroy thee suddenly. But thus shall ye deal with them. Ye shall destroy their altars, and break down their images, and cut down their groves, and burn their graven images with fire. For thou art an holy people unto the Lord thy God. The Lord thy God hath chosen thee to be a special people unto himself, above all people that are upon the face of the earth. The Lord did not set his love upon you, nor choose you, because ye were more in number than any people, for ye were the fewest of all people. But because the Lord loved you, and because he would keep the oath which he had sworn unto your fathers, hath the Lord brought you out with a mighty hand, and redeemed you out of the house of bondmen from the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Now therefore, that the Lord thy God, he is God, the faithful God, which keepeth covenant and mercy with them that love him, and keep his commandments to a thousand generations. Notice over and over the emphasis of love, 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 as it continues. And repayeth them that hate him to their face to destroy them. He will not be slack to him that hateth him. He will repay him to his face. Thou shalt therefore keep the commandments and the statutes and the judgments which I command thee this day to do. Wherefore it shall come to pass... If ye hearken to these judgments, and keep and do them, that the Lord thy God shall keep unto thee the covenant and the mercy which he sware unto thy fathers. And he will love thee, and bless thee, and multiply thee. He will also bless the fruit of thy womb, and the fruit of thy land, thy corn, and thy wine, and thine oil, the increase of thine kind, and the flocks of thy sheep, in the land which he sware unto thy fathers to give thee. 
No, the blessings that come to us when we obey the Lord. Thou shalt be blessed above all people. There shall not be male or female barren among you or among your cattle. And the Lord will take away from thee all sickness and will put none of the evil diseases of Egypt which thou knowest upon thee, but will lay them upon all them that hate thee. Protecting, blessing those that love him, and judgment coming upon those that hate him. Now go on over to Deuteronomy in chapter 10. A couple verses here. Pick it up in verse 12. And now Israel, what doeth the Lord thy God require of thee but to fear the Lord thy God, to walk in all his ways, and to love him, and to serve the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul. The commandments, the statutes, and ordinances, and all were laid out to show obedience and to also benefit a good civilization, organized civilization, and a healthy life. So they were all for the benefit of us. As he continues, To keep the commandments of the Lord and his statutes, which I command thee this day for thy good. Behold, the heaven and the heaven of heavens is the Lord's thy God. The earth also with all that therein is. Only the Lord had a delight in thy fathers to love them. And he chose their seed after them, even you above all people, as it is this day. Circumcise therefore the foreskin of your heart, and be no more stiff-necked. For the Lord your God is... God of gods and Lord of lords, a great God, a mighty, and a terrible, which regardeth not persons, nor taketh reward. He doth execute the judgment of the fatherless and widow, and loveth the stranger, in giving him food and raiment. Love ye therefore the stranger, for ye were strangers in the land of Egypt. Thou shalt fear the Lord thy God, him shalt thou serve, and to him shalt thou cleave and swear by his name. If we trust in the Lord, if we follow the Lord, if we follow his commandments, if we truly love him with all of our heart, then we're going to receive all the many blessings that come along with that. It's amazing that he has loved us so much with so many failings of the people to do what he commanded to do, but yet he still loves us. And once again, told to love the Lord over in Deuteronomy chapter 11. Therefore thou shalt love the Lord thy God, and keep his charge and his statutes, and his judgments, and his commandments all the way. Simple instructions. We do that, we receive the blessings. As he continues here, And know ye this day, for I speak not with your children, which have not known, and which have not seen the 
chastisement of the Lord your God, his greatness, his mighty hand, and his stretched out arm, and his miracles and his acts, which he did in the midst of Egypt unto Pharaoh and the king of Egypt and unto all his land, and what ye did unto the army of Egypt and to their horses and to their chariots, how he made the water of the Red Sea to overflow them as they pursued after you, and how the Lord hath destroyed them unto this day, and what he did unto you in the wilderness and until you came into this place, and what he did unto Dathan and Abiram, the sons of Eliab, the son of Reuben, how the earth opened her mouth and swallowed them up, and their households and their tents, in all the substance that was in their possession in the midst of all Israel. But your eyes have seen all the great acts of the Lord which he did. Therefore shall ye keep all the commandments which I command you this day, that ye may be strong and go in and possess the land whither ye go to possess it, and that ye may prolong your days in the land which the Lord sware unto your fathers to give unto them and to their seed a land that floweth with milk and honey. For the land whither thou goest in to possess it is not as the land of Egypt from whence ye came out, where thou sowedest thy seed and waterest it with thy foot as a garden of herbs. But the land whither ye go to possess it is a land of hills and valleys, and drinketh water of the rain of heaven." a land which the Lord thy God careth for. The eyes of the Lord thy God are always upon it, from the beginning of the year even unto the end of the year. And it shall come to pass, if ye shall hearken diligently unto my commandments, which I command you this day, to love the Lord your God, and to serve him with all your heart and with all your soul, that I will give you the rain of your land, in his due season, the first rain and the latter rain, that thou mayest gather in thy corn and thy wine and thine oil. And I will send grass in thy fields for thy cattle, that thou mayest eat and be full. Take heed to yourselves that your heart be not deceived, and ye turn aside and serve other gods and worship them. And then the Lord's wrath be kindled against you, and he shut up the heaven, and there be no rain and that the land yield not her fruit, unless ye perish quickly from off the good land which the Lord giveth you. Therefore shall ye lay up these my words in your heart and in your soul, and bind them for a sign upon your hand, that they may be as frontlets between your eyes. And ye shall teach them your children, speaking of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, when thou liest down and when thou risest up, and thou shalt write them upon the doorpost of thine house and upon thy gates, that your days may be multiplied, and the days of your children in the land which the Lord sware unto your fathers to give them as the days of heaven upon the earth. For if ye shall diligently keep all these commandments which I command you to do, them to love the Lord your God, to walk in all his ways, and to cleave unto him. Then will the Lord drive out all these nations from before you, 
and ye shall possess greater nations and mightier than yourselves. Every place whereon the soles of your feet shall tread shall be yours, from the wilderness and Lebanon, from the river to the river Euphrates, even unto the uttermost sea shall your coast be. There shall no man be able to stand before you, for the Lord your God shall lay the fear of you and the dread of you upon all the land that ye shall tread upon, as he hath said unto you. The promise of blessings, the promise of the land, the promise of fruitfulness, both fruitfulness of offspring and crops and good weather and the many, many blessings the Lord can pour upon someone because they love the Lord your God. So we need to love the Lord. As you started out right there in verse 1, Therefore thou shalt love the Lord thy God, and keep his charge and his statutes and his judgments and his commandments always. Love him with all your existence and love others as yourself, and that rolls all them in together. And share the love that can come directly to us by way of the indwelling spirit of the Holy Ghost. So bear the fruit of love and share the fruit of love. Let's pray. Lord Jesus and Heavenly Father, we thank you oh so much for the love you have shown us, the love that you show us each and every day. Help us to really appreciate that and to in turn share that with others. Thank you oh so much for all of it. As we pray in Jesus' precious holy name, amen. Thank you all.